Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Hey, good Sunday afternoon to you, Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? Doing great. I want to wish everybody there a happy spring. Got Easter coming up. It's a great time. It is. This is a, a summer's right around the corner. A fun time of year. And Dr. Man, that leads me into one of my first questions that I have here because we're taking listener emails today, and you can send these to Dr. Man by emailing Dr. Man at smileman.com. Remember, two ends in man, Dr. Man at smileman.com. We've got our, our inbox is overflowing here, so we want to answer some of your wonderful questions. And the first one has to do a little bit with the time of year, and that is I have prom and high school graduation coming up. What is the best way to whiten my teeth? Perfect time of year to whiten your teeth. You know, we got a lot of people, you know, weddings, we have proms, we have graduation, both in college and high school. So that's a great question because everybody's a little bit different. Like I say, everybody's teeth is different and their habits are different. So people that that have a habit of drinking coffee, tea, uh, you know, a lot of uh, dark berries, red wine, things like that, their teeth tend to stain more. So um, depending on how long it's been since you whiten your teeth or how dark your teeth are stained, and the other third thing is how quick you need them whitened depends on how you would whiten them. Now, if you have a long time before your prom or, or, or your graduation, then um, we recommend uh, you know, doing what we call a take-home product. Now, a lot of people say, hey, can I do it you know, through the store-bought products? About the only one that I've seen that works are the Crest White Strips, okay? And it takes quite a long time to do that. And the one thing about Crest White Strips you have to be careful of is sometimes it doesn't get in between the crevices of your teeth. So you'll whiten the flatter surfaces, and if you don't apply them properly, you get the white surface, and in the middle you you have a little bit of stain between the teeth um, because it's not a gel. Um, We do a customized tray. And we actually use uh, carbamide peroxide or hydrogen peroxide, and we send that home with the patient. And they can do that for a series of eight to ten days. Usually, most people um, taking doing it four days in a row, then taking two off and doing it four more. And most people will get the results they're looking for. Again, if you have a lot of stains, it might take you a little bit longer. Um, but the key to that is you have to comply. You know, we find a lot of people don't comply. <laughs> you know, to do it, and you have to do it in a row. And I tell people that because what happens is that hydrogen peroxide, carbon peroxide, opens up the pores or the tubules, we call them, in the teeth and extracts, okay, and basically bleaches the teeth. That's how they bleach. But the pores have to be open. And so if you don't do it um, like you're supposed to and follow the directions, your saliva will fill those pores back in with calcium, and then you're kind of wasting your money by doing it once every four days or five days. So um, if, you, if you're compliant, that's a great way to whiten your teeth, okay? And there's different strengths of hydrogen peroxide and carbamide peroxide. A lot of people say, oh, we do I have to wear them overnight. You can if you have a certain type of carbamide peroxide, and that's usually easy for a lot of people. However, if you don't want to do that, the hydrogen peroxide can be worn you know, 20 to 30 minutes, which is not a long time in those custom trays, and you can get the same result. So um, the other the other thing is if you if you have to have it done quickly, okay, and or you know you're not going to comply and wear the trays, or do you you know you're claustrophobic, you don't want anything in your mouth like that, you can do in office whitening, okay, and that's done chair side. It takes about an hour and a half, highly effective. 
Um, we also give trays to our patients so that they can keep their teeth white after they leave their our office. But um, you can get f- three, four, five shade changes in an hour and a half. So for those people, um, you know, uh, that are looking to get it done really quickly and or, you know, they, they don't want to deal with all the mess of, of, of every night putting um, the, the gel in, uh, I would say that's the most effective. Cost-wise, I would say, you know, whitening is, is very cost-effective. Um, more so than it used to be, you know, you know, 10 years ago, we were $800 to whiten your teeth. You know, now the take home trays, $150, $200, the in office is like 400. So it's, it's really reduced in price. Can't say that about too many dental procedures. Other dental procedures have gone up, but that is one area of cosmetic dentistry that has decreased in price. Yeah. And that's always good to the consumer because, Hey, it becomes a little bit more affordable and that's great. Yeah. And I will say, um, for those people out there, don't try to use whitening toothpastes or whitening <laughs> rinses or anything like that. They do not work. Yeah. In general. You might you might get a little bit, but mostly it's from dehydration of the teeth. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, the, the stuff that you need is just not available. It's not available the over the counter because it's in a strength that you can't get um, over the counter by law. That makes sense. That makes plenty of sense. Well, all right, we've got another question here, Dr. Mann, and this is a great one. Uh, And it goes like this. I have a front tooth that my dentist says is fractured in the root and and cannot be saved and must be pulled. It is uncomfortable occasionally, and after a round of antibiotics, it will not hurt for four to six months. What should I do? I am hesitant about pulling it. Well, I, I could share his his or her you know concern. You know, most people don't want a, a tooth that's pulled in the front, um, and um, you know the question is, hey, I'm not going to go snaggle tooth and, and and things like that. But when you have a fracture in the root, which is not uncommon, we see it a lot with trauma. So that's why we encourage people to wear those mouth guards when they're playing football, basketball, any contact sports. We also see it um, on teeth that um, have been root canal. Um, they can also fracture. But what happens is you got a fine fracture in your root, and that bacteria um, that that we talked about on past shows, the periodontal pathogens, get in that that fracture, okay, and they cause an ongoing infection, okay, and so that discomfort that that patient is feeling um, is 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 a is an infection localized to where that fracture is. So every time they bite, you know, it feels a little bit uncomfortable, probably sore. Um, when they go on an antibiotic, like he said, it clears up the inf- infection, but it will w- eventually return, and it'll get worse because if you're treating it with antibiotics, eventually a lot of the bacteria will become immune to those antibiotics, and then that's when you really get in major trouble um, because you'll have an infection there that can't be treated with antibiotics, and it'll be hard to treat. And um, it can even get in your bloodstream um, some and, and cause some other issues where you have to go into the hospital and get IVs, IV um, antibiotics. I always recommend that you get those out as soon as you can. Um, now, there's many options to replace the teeth. We've talked about you know implants and bridges, um, and you don't have to go without a tooth. You know, um, in the front, whoever the you know that that um, person uh, calling in, you don't have to go without a tooth. You know, the dentist can bond a tooth between your other teeth and. Um, it, it, it'll look just like a real tooth. You can function on it until something can be done more permanently. That's good to know that there are options out there because I can see how that would be a big concern. But definitely don't wait. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if you do want an implant option, um, that 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 um, infection will eat the bone away, and you need as much bone as possible to get an implant. 
Yeah, taking action sooner is is the course of action there. That was a great question. Well, we've got more of your emails here that we will get to. Stick around. we got to take a quick break. If you are interested in scheduling an appointment with Dr. Mann, head on over to smileman.com. Smileman, man with two N's. Com. That's Dr. Man's website. You can schedule an appointment there and find plenty of information about him and his practice. You can also call 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. A quick break and back. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Thank you for listening to us this afternoon, and thank you for sending in your emails. We are answering those on this program. We've got plenty to uh, choose from Dr. Mann. We always appreciate folks sending us emails to Man at smileman.com. And let's get right back to it. This next one I think may hit home for a lot of our <laughs> listeners, Dr. Man, but it goes like this. I snore loudly and it is driving my wife crazy. Do mouth guards help? That's a great question. Um, th- there's a lot of uh, people who snore. The one the one thing we have to worry about for someone who um, comes into our office who reports that they're snoring very loudly is you have to worry about sleep apnea first. Uh, does the does that patient that, that is presenting that is snoring loud, loudly um, is it sleep apnea? And basically what sleep apnea is, is when the soft tissue in the back of your throat closes off your airway and you can't get enough oxygen. Now, snoring is the vibration of that tissue. And so as you can, as you can imagine, the more narrow the airway gets, the more vibration occurs, the louder the snoring because the air is trying to be forced down through that tissue. So that's the first thing. If a patient doesn't have apnea, then yes, there are devices uh, th- that can be done in a dental office that will definitely help with snoring. We we use one, and, and we've never had anybody that's reported um, that's done it that they snore after it's delivered. Okay, so uh, we haven't had a hundred percent effectiveness with it, um, but snoring can easily uh, be treated uh, with an appliance. Now, I wouldn't go and get one over the counter without checking and being evaluated by a dentist who is familiar with sleep breathing disorders. Because if you go and you put something in your mouth and you have sleep apnea and it hasn't been diagnosed, you can make it worse. Okay, so you have to be very, very careful about these over-the-counter products because there's a lot of them out there that say the end slurring, the Zepa, there's a bunch of different ones. So you just have to be careful because you might not be a candidate and you could cause more serious um, problems because there's different ways to treat sleep apnea, and there's different ways to treat snoring. So um, I would definitely check with a dentist that, that is familiar with sleep breathing disorders. And our office has been treating them. We've been treating snores for 8 to 10 years, and we've been treating sleep apnea for over 5 years now with, with appliances. So um, we'd be happy to help anybody out there that has that problem because you don't want to sleep in separate bedrooms. <laughs> you know, that can't that, that can't be good for your marriage, um, or your you know your spouse really doesn't want to. But hey, we all have to have our sleep. So and quality sleep for snores, believe it or not, studies have shown that people who snore really heavily they're not getting quality sleep either, either, and and their spouse is not getting quality sleep. Right. So you can imagine, hey, you know, if neither one of them are getting quality sleep, they're gonna 
they're going to be a little bit ornery and you know that can cause relationship problems as well so i would highly recommend it um if anybody's out there and they have that major problem yeah that's an issue and as you said uh, being sure if you have sleep apnea or not and uh, seeking professional advice to have that diagnosed that is very important so thank you very much for that email next one here dr man i am retiring soon and will no longer have dental insurance should i buy a private dental insurance plan that's a great question you know because you know most people that are retiring they're going to end up being on medicare and uh, medicare excuse me and uh, most people who have Medicare, a lot of people buy supplemental policies. Uh, most supplemental policies do not cover dental. Um, some of them that do have a small dental window or a small dental coverage, it's really not worth. Um, and hardly any dentist uh, can 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 make it worthwhile to um, to actually sign up and be be a part of the program. So there's not really many dentists a part of it. Um, I recommend. Most pay, uh, people who are retiring, or anybody who doesn't have dental insurance out there, I would not buy a plan through any dental company privately. Okay, um, if your employer is paying for it, that's great. They're supplementing supplementing it for you, and it's usually a good plan because you're in a group plan. But when you start going out and buying individual plans, they are not that great. Okay, they have a long waiting period of at least a year before they'll cover anything other than cleanings. Some of them are up to a year and a half now. They also, most of them have a deductible that you're not aware of. Um, they don't really, it's in the fine print, you know. So every time you go in to get your teeth cleaned, that first time you go to get your teeth cleaned, they say, oh, we cover cleanings 100%. Well, the final line, after you've met your $150 or $200 deductible. So if you see a, a, a plan out there for $10, $20, a month, it's probably, you know, it's too good to be true. Um, I would lean more towards in-office um, uh, plans like we have in our office. Um, if you come into our office, we have basically a plan that people can sign up for. It's it's not considered dental insurance, but it's like dental insurance. You come in and you pay a monthly fee, and you get all your cleanings, all your x-rays, and any emergency treatment you need Um on that plan okay any major treatment that you need like fillings or crowns or root canals or anything you get a percentage off depending on which plan you, you sign up for and there's no uh, waiting periods there's no maximums that's another thing about dental insurance companies most of them have a thousand dollars to a fifteen hundred dollar maximum that they'll pay out in a given year so let's just say you had to have um, a crown and a couple fillings Okay, they're going to pay out that first thousand dollars, and everything is one hundred percent out of your pocket after that. If you get our in, our in office dental plan, um, then you you get you get the percentage off no matter what, um, no matter what the cost is. So it's a great thing, especially for those people who um, are not uh, don't have a lot of dental problems um, that have been keeping and taking care of their teeth, because most of them are only going to have cleanings, uh, you know, twice a year. And if they do have an occasional uh, problem, that, that plan will cover it. Now, the person who said he's retiring, if you have coverage, remember, insurance companies love people who don't use their insurance. So make sure if you're close to retirement, you get as much benefit as you can out of your insurance by getting as much old fillings replaced, um, anything that could be a problem once you retire, because you do have help by a group policy at that, you know, before you retire.
Yeah, take advantage of that while you can. And if you need to schedule an appointment with Dr. Mann, you can do that by calling 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338 to schedule an appointment at one of uh, Dr. Mann's two offices. There's one on in Cary off of East Chatham Street, the other in Garner off of Highway 70. You can also go online to smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. A quick break and back with more of your emails right after this. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. We are answering your emails today. Thank you so much for sending these in. You can do that by emailing drman at smileman.com. Drman at smileman.com. Remember, man with two N's, drman at smileman.com. Dr. Man, let's get right back to it. Next email here goes like this. This is a pretty serious one, Dr. Man. I was diagnosed with cancer and had to go through radiation and a lot of CAT scans. I do not want dental x-rays to reduce my radiation exposure. How long can I go without taking them? Well, that's a great question. You know, that's probably a lot of people, you know, are affected by cancer and, and have the same question. I know in, you know, my family, you know, we've been affected by breast cancer, which includes radiation and chemo and things like that. So I understand definitely where um, someone would be concerned. And uh, what I recommend is for people that are are healthy, first of all, if you get diagnosed uh, with cancer, the first thing you want to do is go into your dental office and make sure your teeth are, 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 are nice and healthy because radiation and chemo can take a toll on the mouth in general. And um, radiation dries out the mouth and chemo can, can reduce your immune system so it can increase your chances of periodontal disease. So the healthier you have your mouth before going through those, um, the, the better. Um, I always tell people uh, we, we take x-rays once a year uh, th- that is recommended by the American Dental Association in our office. Okay, We don't like to go over two years for anyone, including people going through treatment. And the reason why is you don't want an infection in your tooth to spread, especially when you're going through chemo or radiation or you've had cancer. If that infection is caught with that x-ray and we can treat it with a filling, something very simple, then it's not that big a deal. But if decay, which is why we take the x-rays, gets into your nerve and it creates um, what we call a uh, periapical abscess or periapical lesion, it can be very dangerous for a patient who's on chemo or who's had radiation because their immune system is way down, okay, and their body can't fight it. So they could end up in the hospital with, you know, an IV antibiotic, um, something of that sort. So I do share that patient's concern, but at the minimum, I would recommend once every two years, okay. And then we also take, that's bite wings, what we call bite wings, we also take something called a panoramic x-ray. We usually take that every three to five years. If someone has had one in the past and, and everything's fine and they're going through CT imaging and thing, I'll, I, I tell people, you know, you can extend it out seven years unless there's some problem that was on a previous x-ray. So um, you can extend them a little bit, but you don't want to extend them too long 
um, for that for the reasons I just discussed. Infection would would be devastating. Yeah, that's something that yeah. you got to take care of. And Dr. Man, uh, this one doesn't come from an email. This one comes from me. Uh, and it has to do with second opinions because I think a lot of times folks may get uh, may have a dental visit and they're told, hey, you, you have a cavity and you need a filling or maybe you need multiple fillings. You know, if, if I need a plumber or an electrician, it's easier easy for me to call and call two or three of them and say, hey, how much do you charge for this? Or, you know, what could be the problems from this? How about a second opinion? If someone is looking for a second opinion, is it is it easy to swing by an office and get one? Yeah, we give free consults for second opinion, but I always tell patients, you know, if you're not confident and you don't have the confidence that um, what you're doing is the right thing, um, it's your body, you know, so you want to be educated and informed of the procedure that's being done. And that's what we take pride in in my office. We get the patient involved with with seeing the pictures, um, looking um, and being a part of the diagnosis, and then helping, you know, helping them make the right decision. So, yes, I think it's very wise to get a second opinion if you're not confident and you, has, and you haven't been educated so that you can make the right decision. It's your body. It's not the dentist's. So if you, if you need one, I, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. yeah, that's that's good to know because yeah, I think in situations a lot of patients just sort of kind of go with the flow. Whereas you know if you're dealing with something else, you know if you had car trouble, you know you might take your car to two or three different places. But people seem hesitant to do that with their health, which is kind of funny. it is. And you know, I, I always tell people doctors are humans. You know, uh, you know they call it a medical practice and a dental practice for a reason. You know, we're practicing um, the medicine and, and dentistry. And I don't mean, you know, that, that we're not trained um, professionals. However, I send patients all the time for second opinions. You know, um, just like that um, person wrote in earlier about the, the fractured roots, they're very hard to detect. You know, so I use an endodontist who's a specialist in my area, and I send all those patients that I think have a fractured tooth for a second opinion because you don't want to extract a tooth if it's not a fractured tooth. You want two heads, you know, that are, that are smart coming together saying, you know what, I think it's fractured. And I don't even write when I send um, the patient, I don't even write that I suspect that it's a fractured tooth. I want him to come up with that diagnosis like me. So um, it is very, very important because you got to take your health in your hands, um, especially in these days with insurance companies. You're a number with an insurance company, okay? And whether it's dental or medical, they could care less about you, you know, uh, one of the things I like to say is one of our local insurance companies uh, that's medical, we have um, we treat um, sleep apnea. Okay, they will not cover a test even though someone has been witnessed to stop breathing unless someone has a BMI, body mass index, of 30, great, 35 or greater. Okay, so that means the person is, you know, obese. Right. Okay, so they won't even cover a test even if someone has witnessed them stop breathing their spouse all because they're BMIs. That person has to come up with the money out of their pocket for the test. Once the test is done, if they're diagnosed with, with uh, sleep apnea, the insurance company will treat it. So what does that tell you? <laughs> it tells me that they just don't want anybody to be diagnosed so they don't have to cover it. So they could care less about you. You are a number, and no matter how many commercials you see on, with medical insurance and, and dental insurance, you're a number. 
Yeah, anyone who's had to deal with that, uh, you realize that uh, basically uh, the system is set up to deny you, and uh, if you can get past it, great, but most people can, and that's that's a very frustrating experience. Well, yes. Uh, Dr. Mann, I, I want to uh, thank everyone who has written an email to us. You can do send yours at any time by emailing drman at smileman.com, Man at smileman.com. Remember, man with two N's. If you want to schedule an appointment with Dr. Man, you can call 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338 or online anytime at smileman.com. You can book your appointment there. Two offices to visit Dr. Man. There is the 315 East Chatham Street in Cary office and the Garner office off of Highway 70. Dr. Mann, what do we have on tap for next week? We are going to be talking a little bit about how um, insurance works and how people, um, we touched on a little bit today on, on the question, but we're going to talk uh, about how people can take advantage of their insurance and what uh, they should choose to get the, the best options when they're looking to get into insurance plans. That's always great advice and advice that's typically hard to find. So please join us next Sunday at 4.30 for that discussion. It's Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great weekend.